Oh, karma police, arrest this girl. Her Hitler hairdos make me feel weird. And we have crashed her party. This is Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. I'm Casey with Big Mike, Sweet Melissa. Welcome back to the show. Hey, everybody. It's Big Mike. It's Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. It's Memorial Day weekend. And uh, we got a show for you. Yes. All kinds of stuff. We're going to memorialize a great actor. Is it allowed? Yeah, that's all right. Which actor? Well, you'll find out. Yeah, keep, yeah. Li- keep listening. Don't don't jump ahead. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple big races this weekend. Indeed. Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Always big for motorsports. Very, very much so. We got Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective coming up a little later on in the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about some other stuff that's not scripted or we didn't even figure we we're going to talk about because that's just how we roll. Here at Warm Beer in the Cheap 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 Seats, and you can follow us at Beer Seats at Twitter, or you can email us at the show at warmbeerandcheapseats.com. Communicate with us. We're fun. We're exciting. Yes. So, uh, where do we want to start? What do you got? Well, Memorial Day weekend, we got mm-hmm. uh, a lot of big races. Uh, NASCAR. They always do the Charlotte. They do the Coke Six Hundred. Yes. Formerly known as the World 600. The World 600. That's a long race. It is a long race. Uh, do you know why it is as long as it is? I have no idea. All right. So the the first year that that race ran was in 1960. It was actually run in June, two weeks late, because uh, the track wasn't ready. Uh, Bruton Smith built the, the racetrack um, along with... If I'm not mistaken, it's Fireball Roberts who had a hand in that. Or is it Joe Weatherly? One of the two. I'll hmm. look that up in a minute. Um, but they built the racetrack and they wanted to one up Indianapolis. So rather than making it the World 501, they said, fuck it. Let's go another 100 miles. It's going to be a World 600. Really? Yeah. So they were trying to one up Indy. In fact, the first year they had. Um, 40, no, I'm sorry. I think 53, some cars started and they did like Indianapolis and started uh, on rows of three oh, rather yeah. than rows of two. Um, so they were really trying to, they wanted to make, they wanted to one up Indy. And this is in the time when Indianapolis was actually run on Monday, was actually run on Memorial Day. Oh, right, 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 right. For, for the longest time. They didn't run it on the Sunday before. It was run actually on Memorial Day. So uh, the first race took five hours and 34 minutes to run. Huh. Oof. That's so a That's a long day. race. I'm a big race fan, but that's a, that's a long race. That is a long race. So we have the Indy 500 this weekend. Yes. Coming up. When, and when did they switch to Indy from not being a Memorial Day? I'm not sure. I think it was sometime in the, I think it was sometime in the 70s or early 80s is oh, when okay. they stopped doing that. When they they started to run it on a Sunday. This was a also there was a time when Indianapolis. This was before before broadcast television carried the race, flag to flag. You used to have to go see it uh, closed closed circuit. Really? Yeah. So you used to have to go see, if you wanted to see the Indy 500 flag to flag, I'm talking, this is in the 50s, 60s. Uh, I think by the mid 70s, they were carrying the race. Yeah, that must have been tough because there weren't like a beef up Brady's usually right. Correct. <laughs> no, 
So is that like I heard here in Tampa talking to some old time Tampa guys at one of the armories, one of the armories they used to. Uh, oh, probably like Drew Park. Or yeah, somewhere in Drew Park. There. They used to do the Indianapolis uh, closed circuit on Memorial Day. So that's kind of crazy to think about that. My whole life, it, it, it was on television. Yeah. Usually ABC had the coverage. ABC, yeah. You know, so Helio's going for five. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be... That'd be neato. That'd be crazy to think about. I mean... He'd be the only five-time champion. He'd be the only five-time. You hear Rick Mears says he's at the four-timers club if he wins. Casey, I remember watching it on Wide World of Sports along Hill Road on uh, a Sunday. There you go, Big Ed. So that goes, what year? What what year do you think that was, Big Ed? Just oh, early 70s. Early 70s. So, okay. So by the early 70s, they were running it on a Sunday. Yeah. Not on actual Memorial Day. Like in NASCAR, the, the Firecracker 400 used to actually be run Always on 4th of, of July. Whether it was a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I think that switched in the 90s. Yeah. I think that uh, no, switched actually, when 80s. They... It was 80. I think it was 88. Okay. It was 87 or 88. That they switched it to running it on a Sunday or a Saturday. That was a Saturday race. Yeah. Running it on a Saturday, then actually running it on the 4th. Which I would think, you know, Indy running it on actual on Memorial Day, Memorial Day Monday. Most people are off from work. Yeah. But still, I, I think it's, I think it, I'd rather watch a race on a Sunday and have the, the following day off. But that's just me. And I think the rest of the world, that's why they do it that, the way they do it now. So yeah, I'm looking I mean, at this. It says the first 500 was held in 1911 on Decoration Day. I was just Day. wondering. Holy crap! Uh, and and uh, you had to have a, a mechanic ride with you. Yeah, there is riding mechanics okay. at Indianapolis. What a really? Gig. Yep. So two guys. Guy, guy sat on a fucking milk crate doing 90 miles an hour around brick. Huh. <laughs> what? No, they, they had seats. The, the the race cars weren't. If you look yeah, up yeah. early. Indy cars, they they look nothing like race cars do today. They they look more akin to street cars, right? Than what but we they, since recognize. Nineteen twelve, they've been running the thirty three car field. What remains? And that's pretty iconic. That that was the one yeah. big thing this year. They they almost did not have a thirty third car. I feel like there's not as many old family names you see though. No, not as there's many, not. like Rutherfords or you know, Unser, Unser, Foyt. Not Foyt. Well, Foyt still owns a he team. owns a team, and his his uh, son Larry w- runs the team. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it's not like it was once was. Um, I don't think the race has the punch that it once had. I mean, to me, it's still a big deal for me to watch the the Indianapolis 500, and it's still one of the biggest single day sporting events on the planet. I just don't feel it carries the prestige. I I don't think it does either. I don't think it really carries the prestige it once once did. Not the the prestige that it carried in our lifetime, or and and earlier. Well, I I, and you know they requested like almond milk instead of regular milk because I'm lactose intolerant. That's I Nobody would say it's right still. No, yeah. wasn't it? Who's the 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 Brazilian that won? Uh, uh, uh Larendike, and he's like, I'll take orange juice or something. It was um, Emerson Fittipaldi. Yeah, that's it. He wanted to drink orange juice, and so like, come on, dude. Listen, I'm like, he owned he owned uh, orange groves. That's why. 
First off, I don't care if it's not Florida orange juice. Get it out of your mouth. That's right. Get it out of your mouth. We don't want that Brazilian from Concentrate. Get that orange juice out of your mouth. That's right. But yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Andretti. That's another name. Yeah, of course. How how could we miss Andretti? I bet Mario could still go out there and turn a couple uh, quick laps. You know, he drives the. There's a two person Indy car. Yes. That they take to all the events. Mario drives that in many of the events. It's pretty badass. That guy's got some life. He's he's yeah. still he's, pretty cool. He's got to have some crazy stories. Oh, I I could imagine. I mean, and he was racing. I mean, he he won a Daytona, uh, Daytona five hundred, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he sure did. He won a Formula One championship. So he's all the major. He's driven sports cars, all the major racing series in on this planet. Mario Andretti is raced in him. So hats off to Mario. Oh, I, I didn't mean to get us off track. I think part of the 500, and I was thinking, why why is it declined? But I, I when they had that shift in the late 90s with... The Indy Racing League and CART? Yeah, that, that was really bad because then, then you weren't getting the... You're splitting the talent up. You're splitting the talent. The TV coverage was confusing. You, you, you didn't know what the hell was going on. There was two, two like, really rich people, like arguing you know the governing bodies the governing bodies yes i like the way the indie racing league went the the way their cars their philosophy i liked it much better than the way cart had the way they sanctioned the races um the indie racing league wanted to go more they wanted to go more of like a lack of a better term nascar type model right where they're using stock block engines that's where you had the oldsmobiles yep the infinities and then who who was the third they normally aspirated too that was the other yeah they weren't turbocharged probably honda right no 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 it was there was three manufacturers and one of them dropped out but the you know it was oldsmobile and infinity Hmm. were the two so that's general motors and nissan yeah that were engine suppliers and the car sounded wicked they sounded awesome and there was mainly ovals that they raced on rather right. than road courses where cart stuck to the road courses rather and fewer ovals. But that, that again, that I think that was the decline of the IndyCar car, Indy cars period is when you had the split. Yeah. I just feel like, uh... I've been to a two cart events up in Cleveland when it was still cart. They would do the Cleveland Grand Prix and they'd race at Burke Lakefront and Express Jet had a suite. I, I think they just gave a lot of tickets out because they didn't, was, I don't think they ever sold out. But it was free and you got pit and paddock passes, you know, which was kind of cool. That's a um, lot of fun. You cannot wear shorts, though. No, you had to wear long pants. I, I think because with NASCAR, the they run, uh, well, because the cars run on alcohol. And the alcohol burns clear. So if you're on fire, you won't know. Huh. This is true because they're, they're, I remember. That's the craziest thing. Oh, it's insane. It's true. You're being serious. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, it burns clear. I can remember watching Indy 500s and IndyCar races with drivers that are jumping like mad to get out of the race car because of a fire that is virtually, it's, it's invisible. Either it's happening or it's not. You don't know. 
You don't know. Get the hell out of the race car. You know what? Those cars could accelerate. They'd come down by us, and they'd get down to 50 miles an hour, and they'd bang through three, three gears, and they'd be gone. Like how you shoot a watermelon out in between your fingers. Like, pew, that thing was fucking gone. And they say <laughs> zero to 100 in three seconds. It's like a water balloon out of a... Yeah. Out of a exactly. slingshot? Yep. So, yeah, yeah I, so I don't... Like the, like the little magnet that hits Sir Duke, that's how fast we go. <laughs> that's Poor a reference Sir everyone can, can wrap their hand around. Good old Sir Duke. So Duke will I, always live. He'll live on this show. Do we have someone that's doing double duty trying to race No double duty races? this year. Wow. No double duty. I'd like to see that again. Last driver to attempt that and do it and make a, a good run of it was uh, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't done it again. I am too, but I I think possibly, I think Kurt Busch is close to his, the end of his NASCAR career. I think not Not that he doesn't have it. I think he's just... he's Dude, that's a long day. Yeah, I think he's done. And I think it's expensive too. You got you got to get there after the race. You're you're on an IV drip the whole time to stay hydrated, so you can race another really? six hundred miles. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I think I think Kurt I think Kurt maybe if he retires from NASCAR, he might dabble in IndyCar again. I, I would like to see it. He's had a long career in NASCAR, and, and hey, he's still winning. And I think he's making a difference over at twenty three eleven. I listened to. Um, Dale Jr.'s podcast this week, uh, and he had a. I have a different. I have a different take on Denny Hamlin after listening to the podcast. Good, good or bad? Uh, good. I think he's just a very competitive guy. I think so too. He 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 gave a lot of insight on Dale Jr.'s podcast this this week about. Jr. asked some really good questions, and adds that his co-host Mike about the ownership side that Denny is involved in now. Oh, it's a completely different animal. So I, I thought it, I, I would say, Hey, race fans out there, go listen to that podcast. It, it is pretty interesting, but uh, I, I would like to see Indy have more punch. It just doesn't. I don't think we have the stars in IndyCar that we once did. Like you said, the, the names, the generational names. Um, you know, I think the only star you really have is Elio, and some people will be like, I remember he was dancing on stars, like the casual fan that may be watching. Right. Um, Other than that, you got to be a race fan. Oh, to well, know. you have Vin Diesel right there. Oh, um, Tony Kanaan. Yeah, he probably is like, it's for family. Oh, man, you stole my line. <laughs> so <laughs> here's here's the big <laughs> deal. I heard Vin Diesel. I was, I was getting ready. I was ready like, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know? Now, hey, guys, here's the big deal this year. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is running the Indy 500. Yes, he is. Qualified 12th. Qualified in the top 12. That's a good place And that they have – so with Indy qualifying, (laughs) they had a shootout with the top 12 qualifiers to figure out who's going to be on the pole. So I think it's pretty cool. I I think Jimmy Johnson has a good chance to run good this year. I don't think he has the experience to win – not to say he couldn't, but I don't think it's a, a. I don't think he'll go out there and win the Indy 500. But I think he, if he stays out of trouble, he'll have a good showing. And I think I think that that would be good for all of motorsports. You got 26 cars running over 230 miles an hour. Yeah. So, so pole speed. 234. Though, yep. 
that was the let, let me scroll down here it is the so it's Second scott five. dixon great yeah. race car driver 234.046 was his four lap average that's fast look how how tight the 233 next huh 234 234 that's was insane. his four lap average that's insane on a flat racetrack. This car, this track's barely Which, banked. Eleven degrees, I think, maybe at one yeah. point. It, it, it's That's it's very flat. Very I don't even know. Racetrack. I don't even know how the stock cars get around that track. But it's pretty wide. It is a wide racetrack. Um, the turns are more sweeping turns. You can. Yeah. You could you could you don't have, they could they could break it and they get on the gas a little to get around the corner, give them some bite. So nevertheless. I'll be watching Sunday. I, I like watching the stock cars go around uh, Indy. I think that was such a great addition to the to the schedule. No, I think it's a great track to have for NASCAR. I think it's important. History. Yeah, it's important for the history. I don't think the racing was spectacular on the oval, and that's why they went to the stockers run on the road course now. But I think it's important for NASCAR to be at Indianapolis. Do you know that caused a big uproar? A lot of people thought that was like a sacrilege to put stockers on any on the track at Indianapolis oh, when sure. they first did it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I thought yeah. yeah, it's okay to have imported cars, but God forbid you have an American stock car on the track. Whoa, right. What, what are you fucking crazy? Hey, the, you, you had the Indy purists back there, Mister USA. Oh. <laughs> but you, you know, that, army. <laughs> okay, Mal. No, it, no, it blew my mind about that. That racetrack was pretty much used for one race a year and one race only, and that was about it. Granted, they they have they probably make a shit ton of money, but I, I never understood why for most of that track's existence they never ran any other races at it. Now, at least, I wonder what they do most of the year. They got to do like they got a, a golf course there. You know, I know that. they got a yeah. golf course. So they, do they, you they think have they do swap meets there? No, no. Not at Indy. Not like at Daytona. So Daytona, they use. Daytona, Charlotte, a lot of the Daytona, tracks. They, they're stuck Daytona, they're stuck Daytona, they used the shit out of Daytona. Yeah. Concerts. Uh, Year-round, there's always yeah. something. They even have, like, vintage cars. You could hear them from the uh, slot car shop. You could hear them. Yeah, but you know what? You think about it. You have these facilities. It's important to utilize these facilities because shit, just because uh, you're not running, a, uh, it's not your race weekend, there's still expenses and upkeep and staffing and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, but even to have it sit there is not good for the pavement. <clears throat> nah. But, it, you know, I that's the big thing. Can you imagine if they did like a uh, like a go-kart racer? Why not? That would be awesome. I would compete in it. Let's pitch them. Let's pitch them. We'll, we'll, we'll call. Well, let's call the well, Speedway in the morning. I, I think I'll take the steam this, engine uh, that's going to be on our battle bot. I'll use that for my. Use that in your go kart? Okay. Yes. Why don't we have our battle bot race in the go kart? There's oh, a man. show called Baby Races. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. It's about these kids that race in these uh, modified carts that do like 70, 80 miles an hour. And they're, they're, they're eight year olds. And it's just getting so competitive at such. Oh, a it's ultra age. competitive. You know why? If those kids want to impress me, I want to see their long division. <laughs> yeah, let me see you write your name. And they can't person. use common. Core yeah, that's now. right. They don't teach that in school anymore. That's right. I didn't learn how to write in cursive. Yeah, put a clutch in that thing. See what happens. <laughs> 
but <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll tell you this you know speaking of they're 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 getting these kids started younger and younger and younger yeah that's why you have people in nascar now it, 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 you're See, 19- now there's another kid that just got it started young <laughs> fred flintstone yes maybe that was bam bam could have been bam bam Pebbles. I like your pebbles. cereal pebbles. It's delicious. <laughs> Fruity. Fruity's you, my favorite. You have favorite. to eat that cereal immediately. That thing, or it becomes mush. It, oh, gosh. Now, the, the, I couldn't stand the cereal. I didn't like the texture. I it's love like, the texture. No. I See, didn't, you I didn't like, like pebbles? Pebbles is no, one of my favorites. Like, oh, man. It just turns into gruel. It does turn into gruel, but if you eat it quick enough... Oh, See, man. give me a Golden Grams. It, it you were a big Golden You're a big oh, Golden Grams guy. I, I got put on a limit. Did Listen, you really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'd clean out a box in a day. And, Listen, you know, that, do you see what Mr. Big Ed eats for breakfast? Who? Mr. Big Ed. No, I... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he mixes and matches cereals. Yeah, but that's the kind of cereal Mi- I had to have. Oh, Mr. Mi- Mr. Big Ed. Oh, oh like uh, Corn Flakes, the Grape yes. Nuts. The, the, we, didn't, the, we, didn't, we didn't get Cheerios. the treasures of pe- Booty Pebbles or Count Chocula because it would last... A day. <laughs> it would be gone the, the, the same day. The prize would be gone first, and then the food. And mom wasn't having it. So, you know, like, uh, Honey that? Nut O's, I think, was, like, the sweetest thing we had. Every oh, now yeah. and again, Frosted Flakes, and that shit was gone quick. Gone. Like, four bowls, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it, amazing how much you can eat as a kid. Like, sure, if I had that much cereal with milk, oh, I'd, I would puke. Puke, a, I would be like on the toilet. Like, uh, <laughs> my bowels would just open up. It would be like, a like it would be flow. like, it would like be like uh, another portal of shit coming out of it. <laughs> like, where did all that shit came from? It wasn't it's not like a cow. Sound like a cow pissing on a flat rock, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not for my Along movie. the same lines of like the fruity pep, like the same kind of texture, similar texture. Yeah. Is grape nuts. They're more, oh. they're similar, big, uh, big sweet Melissa, nuts. big Melissa. They're nuts. similar in the fact that they are a lumpy cereal. Oh, grape nuts? Grape nuts. I love grape yeah. nuts. Yeah. That's one of my all time favorites. Well, that great. was like designed as like a health cereal. It is like a health cereal. cereal. Yeah. And it's, it's fantastic. That shit would go stale in the closet. We wouldn't eat it. We, we, if no. We, if we didn't like it, we just wouldn't eat it. And my mom, you know, my dad wouldn't buy it because, you know, we were not wasting it. Like the guy that started that CW Post, I think he had worked with Kellogg. How the fuck did they get the name Grape Nuts? Because there's no grapes in it. Or nuts. Uh, nah, I, you know what? You know why? Because the guy had a... shitty teeth and he bit into it and goes, Dude, like fucking grape nuts. What the hell? Yeah. Mm, I don't remember. The it's like a barley-based cereal. Yeah. Super tasty. Great with milk. Mm, so good with milk. But I still the love jaw it. jaw had to be in shape for that stuff. Oh, for sure. That, there's a lot of chewing involved. Right, right. But I'm still a Fruity Pebbles fan. Big Fruity Pebbles fan. Mm-hmm. See, grape nuts, you can't eat a lot because you're too exhausted from trying to eat it. 
Uh, it kind of reminds me that's... You go back to bed when you're done, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, it's... <laughs> well, it's kind of, the, I was going to go to the gym, but motherfucker, huh? I'm done. Like, I, like, I think the cereal, it, it was being lampooned by, uh, on SNL, they had one called Stone Quarry. <laughs> <laughs> and they're eating stones. <laughs> like, mm, Stone Quarry. You know, they're just munching on rocks. Sounds yeah. delicious. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's an old one. I had like Phil Hartman and you know that that gang. Uh, well, not right as there. good as Belushi and Donut Holes and he, you know, smoking a Marlboro doing the however dash with the American flag in his hand. However, it wasn't as healthy as Colon Blow. Colon Blow that had about a thousand bowls of your regular brand <laughs> cereal. Like wow, that's a lot of you know brand. And then they had Super Colon Blow. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad used to eat. A lot of brand cereals. Yeah, you got to stay regular. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. When you get older, that's like older people like to talk about staying regular and what the hell happened at their last medical appointment. I find none of that interesting. No, but they're going to volunteer it. I don't even ask it. And I live in it? Florida. There's a lot of old people and they just tell you about their last medical appointment, every ailment and thing that's going on. And I, I'm I like, a story. Yeah, go, go there's a sweet Melissa story. A sweet Melissa story. So no patient's name will be used because that's illegal. You can just but change the name to like uh, Philbert. Mickey or Mouse, okay. Minnie Mouse, and Donald Duck. Philbert um, was a patient in a Philbert? place where I might work. And the nurse who went to go see him at his home filled out a missed visit form. And I got to be the one to read it. The reason Philbert could not be seen at his home is because, and this is all written out in not short sentences, that Philbert was constipated, so he didn't want the nurse to come and see him because he was on the toilet for 40 minutes and still was not done. Wow, that's a, that's a miserable day. Mm. It was a very descriptive note. Were, were, the, were the notes very... More descriptive than that? No, it was pretty much all I think. Wow. But that was a lot. I mean, you I'm still trying to shit. Yeah. That was that was riveting. Right? Yeah. Maybe maybe Philbert should have looked into some brand. It's Philbert Elvis. Yes. (laughs) Elvis probably should have eaten a little more brand. Yeah, that his diet was horrible. Oh horrendous. Uh, it's yeah, like well, uh, the lot of the stop you up like a fucking you know Brooklyn subway, you know. <laughs> That's not a lie. I know because I'm a nurse, not from experience. Yeah, the king the king didn't there wasn't a lot of fiber in his diet. Oh, Brooklyn subway. No, I would I would I wouldn't hey. say barbiturates. So, uh... Yeah. I heard a subway slam. Hi, subway. Su- hey, ladies and gentlemen, the subway slam. Hey, what what do you have? Did the big Karen wake you up? Uh, nope. I feel got you a juice box. Uh, oh, do you have no. a juice box? If she's listening, she's gonna text me. So don't don't bullshit us. Not. not I'd rather I'd rather have no, like I a feel, Capri Sun. I feel, feel a lot better than uh the last episode. Uh, am I right? Yep. Um. um oh, and, you're right. Um. Yeah. For, first off, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Um. Making to the finals for the sixth time in eight years. Uh, yeah, pretty. They're they're on a pretty 
special run. I think this is a very uh, special year considering. I'll, I'll, I'll let the other four people who care uh, know. Yeah. Because, you know, only yeah. the Lightning advanced, but, you know. Um, I know congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning sweeping uh, the uh, President's Cup winner. Yeah, see, this is what happens when you win the President's Cup. You don't win the Stanley Cup. You, they, the Florida Panthers apparently, like, well, not apparently. apparently, not apparently. Actually, they won the wrong cup in hockey. Like, you have to win the Stanley Cup. Like, the season's not over. Like, well, well for, first off, it's Lord Stanley's Cup. Okay, yeah. say it with some respect. Uh-huh. Put okay. some respect on it. And, there you and, go. Um, yeah, you, you know, I, I can't wait to see. Uh, Who's the Lightning are gonna play? It's I, I hope it's the Rangers. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna just love uh, that series. That hey, that's gonna be a good series. I think it'll be fantastic. Then you could yeah. see what the bolts are all about. Yeah. You're gonna yeah, be like, who's be this like, Kucherov it's guy? Be like USA versus China. <laughs> China. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of hockey, a uh, little little a uh, little story time uh, that happened uh, this week while I got back from. Uh, uh, school, and um, I met a famous hockey player. Um, school. At, yeah. Who'd you meet? Uh, I met a legendary hockey player by the name of Glenn Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, I guess the Rangers were doing <clears> some <throat> kind of like uh, uh, doing some kind of like promotion because they're still in the playoffs. Um, and uh, you know he works for the Rangers front office. And um, he was there, and uh, I have I have uh, a signed towel. Um, he signed it, and um, I took a picture. Wait, did you go to the game? Wait, 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 wait. Go to the game. A signed towel. What did he use it for? Something? Uh, no, they're giving away uh free towels. He touched it. Okay. Rally towels. Oh, oh, I see. I got you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I took some pictures with him, and he's a great guy. Um, and yeah, le- legend. Nice, very cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a fun experience, and that was actually the first day I got back from school uh, after I uh, recovered from COVID. Um, and. Um, yeah, also, uh, I know last episode I talked about, uh, kind of got into the Sasha Banks and Naomi situation, and obviously there's been more uh, news and speculations that were coming out, especially uh, when we got, like, right off the air um, of last episode. Right. Um, Fill us in. Yeah, so... Um, Michael Cole announced uh, on SmackDown last episode, uh, last week, he pretty much, uh, well, for starters, he kind of said that, he said that Sasha Banks and Naomi disappointed us all and let us all down um, when they walked out. Uh, They are, as of right now, they are suspended without pay um, indefinitely. So... Yeah, they are suspended, and the they were because they were the women's tag team champions. Uh, they were stripped of the titles, and yes, so they're going to do a tournament. I guess yes, they're going to do a vacant tournament. 
and I don't know who's gonna win that tournament. We, I, to be honest, because uh, I just got news that Queen Zelina uh is hurt and it's gonna be out for a while. So, several, you should try to take one of them belts, man. You know what? I should. And now that I'm back, uh, you know, I think we're, um, I think we need to uh take the one that hasn't been used a lot, which is the Intercontinental Championship. Um. No offense to Ricochet, but uh, he doesn't have that good competition, um, and I think he needs real competition. Wow. Um, well, maybe you can deliver that there, Subway. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to see it back in a ring, or yeah. see it in a ring for the first time. I'm not sure how that works. But with your thespian schedule, how are you going to do all this? <laughs> oh, you, you might have to get with your theater coach and say, hey. Yeah, know, when are you playing at the Apollo anyways? Uh, yeah. In like all, like less than two weeks. Wow. So uh, <clears throat> that's going to be great. Um, Do you get your own dressing room? I would ask for my own dressing room. I, I, I would ask for my own dressing room. And then uh, what perks do you, do you want M&Ms or you Skittles? Gotta, you're like only green M&Ms. That's it. A bowl of only green M&Ms. And if there's like one other color, pick up the bowl and just throw it across the room. That'd be perfect. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's that's a good idea. And of course, the cool. Everybody and heard the sound and you want like a, a mini fridge of, you know, juice boxes too, right? <laughs> Capri Suns. Yeah. Capri Suns and juice yeah. boxes. Here are the flavors I like. For the and record, that, I love the ultimate, and the ultimate Karen will be there to you know cater to your needs, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a good answer. I think she's listening. Yeah. <laughs> she'll have like um, a fanny pack on. She'll have like stuff in it for him, you know, <laughs> to fully assist. James, hydrate. One more juice box. <laughs> 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 it's good for the vocal cords. Warm them up. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> you know what you do? You squeeze your wee wee for the high notes. Yeah, and um, also I forgot to say uh, there's also many details also about the Sasha Naomi situation. Uh, if you look them up on WWE Shop, like where you can find the merchandise, they're not there. No, none of their merchandise are there. They removed. Of course not. They're gonna take all that down immediately. Yeah, they took it down immediately. Which <clears throat> they know are no longer employed by the WWE. That means they're not coming back. Oh no, I, I don't think so. No, they're no, not. No, they would. The, the merchandise would have stayed. Yeah, no, they're not coming back because I mean, well. For starters, their con- both their contracts are expiring really soon. And number two, man, I apparently management is really, really heated about what happened. It's not gonna go well. It like and it's gonna go worse for them. Like, it's gonna go worse for them. Like, really bad. Well, you you know, I and I don't know everything that went. You know, it's all speculation. We don't know what yeah. goes behind. You know. Behind the scenes, yeah, in the locker room, in in the locker yeah. room. But you know, all, all those uh, performers, they they rely on each other, and there's there's a sense of trust, and they're all in it. So when it's Monday or Friday night or a night of a main event, like, all right, it's it's showtime, you know. The, it, yeah, it's entertainment. Show must go on. 
they and, didn't uh, like the storyline. Wasn't that the, the gist of this I, thing? Okay. Yeah, um, they didn't like the storyline. And I guess Sasha is very uh, peeved at the attention that um, Ronda Rousey. Rousey, correct, gets. Oh which, yeah. I look, I, I don't blame because Sasha thought she was going to get a main event. Yeah, um, no, I don't blame her. I mean, she was the main event the year before, and now, you know, Ronda Rousey rated. just walks in. And I, I'm sorry, Ronda Rousey is just an absolute snooze fest. I'm just waiting for Holly Holm to come running out of the tunnel and just Holly knock her Holm. out. That would yeah. be great. Yeah, well, they should actually let Ronda Rousey do what she does, MMA these bitches. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I can't. I I mean, I can't blame Sasha for getting angry. Like, if this is like the actual thing that went down, like, I can't blame her. Like, you know, because Ronda Rousey was not in a WWE ring for over two years, and then she comes back. Um, but I think, like, like at least you have a championship. I I, I will say that. I I will say that at least you have a championship. Like, but I kind of also assume like. Charlotte was probably going to retain no matter what, like whether it was Ronda or if if this original match was going to happen, Charlotte was going to retain no matter what. So, um, but yeah, here we are now. Um, we're going to get new women's tag team championships. I don't know who who's going to win, to be honest. Oscar. Uh, no, I'm going to throw out a prediction. It's going to be uh, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I think that's like the only one I could think of. Like, I don't think Natalia. I think that'd be a popular win, yeah, and a win that they could they could do a lot with, yeah, because they're they're pretty good baby faces. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then well, I mean, I will also say this like. I, I, I can't see Natalia or uh, Shayna Baszler winning. Like I I, I I just I can't see it. Um, and uh, I I mean Carmella is most likely will get in the storyline with uh, r Truth again. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that is going to happen. Carmella. Yeah, because uh, Queen Zelina is hurt, so... Uh, oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got to do something with her, yeah. So, and she had an encounter with R-Truth, like, a couple... Uh, like, maybe been, like, two Raws ago, or maybe been last Raw, but... Um, she had an encounter with R-Truth, and back in, like, 2020, 2019-2020, they were, like, partners. Uh, they won the... What's it? The Mixed Match Tag Team. Oh, be, be, before... Uh, the- that guy showed up as like her personal butler, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie, yeah, yeah. Re- that's right. Yeah, Reginald. Um, yeah, when he was going by Reginald, and he had the the fake uh, accent. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a funny storyline. Then like one day he's like, "Yeah, I made up that accent. Uh, this is how I talk, and uh, I'm Reggie, by the way." Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, "Wow!" I, I, like, "Wow!" They did a pretty sharp turn on that storyline. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. But uh, yeah. yeah, have no, yeah, just uh, you it's know, funny. It's just... <laughs> and then uh, funny. we we have a double nothing, double or nothing this Sunday. Um, we got a uh, CM Punk and Hangman oh for Adam AEW, Page. yeah, Hangman Adam Page and CM Punk for the AEW World World Title. Um, 
could go either way. Uh, I think CM Punk uh, needs to hold the belt for a while. I think it would be good for AW. I think I think he'd be good for business, especially if like Eric Bischoff is like really. Eric Bischoff was like really, really like destroying CM Punk, calling him like a, a financial flop uh, for AEW. Which, uh, who knows? I mean, can't say I can't say that's I can't say I agree with it, but like AEW's like I guess some. Well, if they're giving him a lot of money, you got to make him the champ, and then let's see if he could sell out the arenas and get people watching, then he's not the flop. Yeah. Cause many then, people, may, many people want hangman Adam page to hold the title until like Kenny Omega comes back and then Kenny takes the title from him. Yeah. Or, you don't like, know when Kenny's coming back. Though. Yeah. It's it like, it's, it's like very, very unclear when Kenny is coming back. So you might as well just drop the title now and then yeah, get a good feud going. Yeah, get a good feud going. Have a have a uh, another feud with MJF and uh, 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 CM Punk or MJF or and Adam Page. Like I think I, MJF is ready for this uh, AEW World Title. I feel like some of the storylines on the top guys on AEW they they don't have the feud going long. Like they go on yeah. for two weeks and they're like, all right, next next thing. I, I don't think they they've had really sustained storylines uh, in in my opinion. Yeah, and, uh, I, mean, I think you, that hurts their momentum a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you also, I mean, you look at uh, what, what's his name, uh, Darby Allen, and uh, he's had, I don't know, like, he's had like, he just started a uh, storyline rob- rivalry with uh, um, Kyle O'Reilly, um, and then you also have like the Hardys, like, starting their rivalry, like after Jeff lost to Adam Cole. Right. And the young bucks coming bay in. Baby. And cold baby. Um so yeah, the storylines are a little too short. Well, yeah. Uh, I'll just give them time. They'll figure it out, hopefully. Yeah. Or Kenny Omega will just come back and win all the belts and show them yeah. what's up. Yeah. Also, uh rest in peace to Ray Liotta, a great actor. Love good fellas. And uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big deal, man. I I, yeah. I was very sad to hear that news. Yeah, I, I you know, I sent you guys in the group text yep. and uh you know, Big Ed's like he knew about it, but uh I, I didn't and um I guess he was out filming uh a movie that he was out in Puerto Rico, so I don't know what's gonna happen with that movie. Or was it Dominican Republic? Uh you're you're right. He was in the DR. You're right. That happened yesterday, didn't it? Or we found out yesterday? Yeah. We found out yesterday. It, I yeah. heard my boss say it. And he was in his 60s. 60, 67? Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. So not old. He, they haven't said cause. They just said, you know, he just died in his sleep. And that was I mean, that. Could be just natural causes. Could whatever, be. Whatever that could be. I mean, we don't know if he had any other. But he also kind of, he didn't look like great. Like, he didn't look great for like the past 10 years. No, um, yeah, hard, hard living. Yeah. Though I think he quit smoking because he used to do a commercial for Chantrix. Yeah, 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 that Chantrix. That's what my mom quit smoking using that. Yeah. Dude, he did that show with J-Lo when they were detectives. They were crooked. Oh, uh, Shades of Blue. All right, that's the only. That was, he was great in that. 
All right, that's the only uh, show that J Lo was good in, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not going to derail the show by saying that every movie that she is 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 a hunk of shit, and then she thinks her fans are fucking morons because she keeps making the same fucking stupid rom com. I'm Latina. Yeah. I'm too much for a guy, and that's the fucking basis of every fucking movie she's in. However, Shades of Blue, she's fantastic. Loved Ray Liotta in it, obviously. Uh, but this is yeah. about Ray and about yeah. J-Lo and her hunk of shit movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched, uh, I mentioned. It signaled Jenny on the cock. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned in the pre-show conversation, I watched Ray and the many saints in Newark where he played. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, uh, Big Ed, I think they could have done more with the movie, but the movie was good. Nevertheless, I enjoyed it. And I think Ray did a great job playing the two brothers. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah, it was, it was cool. I enjoyed it, but, uh, Ray did a good job. It's too bad. What, what, what a shame. And he was getting married to a lady who was 20 years younger than he was. Good for him. Yeah. Go Ray. Good for him. So, Kevin Owens is a dick. Field, no, oh yeah, he was that's in on Field the Dreams. Shoeless Joe Jackson. He's Shoeless Joe. Shoeless Joe. That's yeah. a, that's a, that was that one of his breakout roles. That's yes, his, that's his like breakout role, and then like he's that's such a great scene though when he walks yeah. out and he he plays catch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then we get like, a little cut. Most well known role is Henry Hill in Goodfellas, which you asked me my favorite movie of all time. It's Goodfellas, not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to, I'm right there with you. Uh, Subway, that's one of my all-time favorites too, is Goodfellas. Karen! He just yells Karen a lot in that movie. It's great. Yeah. I was yelling at her. Especially now we have Lorraine Bracco. It's like Uncle Tony does to Anthony. You know, Lorraine Bracco, she was really hot in that movie. Lorraine Bracco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's still pretty foxy for for an older broad. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I can agree, yeah. And she played a, a good character in Sopranos as well. Absolutely. Yep. Dr. Yep. Melfi. Melfi. Yeah, she was the mayor on uh, Blue Bloods, too. Oh, she. Oh, that's right. She is on Blue Bloods. I've never watched it. And My then, dad's um, a big Blue Bloods fan. She, oh, uh, Big Mike, you'd like it. Uh, wasn't she on a, also Rizzo, uh, Rizzoli and Isles, too? Because... Uh, uh, mm. I, I that I, I didn't watch. I because I remember uh, seeing her uh, on there with uh, because of uh, Grandma. That's me leaving this conversation. Zoli yeah. and Isles. Yeah. <laughs> was she in Cagney and Lacey? <laughs> Did anybody watch that show? What Cagney and Lacey? Yeah. Uh, the the person that uh, uh, that uh, uh, Subway Slam was mentioning that watched was Zoli and Isles, was, like uh, Cagney and Lacey. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm trying to think what. Let, let's see what other shows would have fell into that category. Because uh, there's a lot of them you can kind of lump together. Mm. Um, the Golden uh, Girls. No, listen, that's classic. That transcends. <laughs> I'm going to do Golden Girls the musical. That would be pretty awesome. I'd hey, go see that. Awesome. And I'm going to be Dorothy because I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> I'm going to say all the killer lines. Just fucking roast everyone. Pretty much. I'll be like Blanche, whore, Rose, <laughs> idiot, you know. <laughs> and then uh, tell Sophia she's going back to the home, you know. Go back to the home, <laughs> Shady Pines. Thank you for being a friend. Wow, it sounds just like the theme song. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. 
Did big time. <laughs> there you go. Fred getting the hell out of here. Kate and Allie, that's another one. Oh, Kate and Allie. So Kate, <laughs> Kate and Allie. What was that? Was that another crime show? No, like, no, it wasn't a crime show. It was about like a baby sister moving with her bigger sister. So but good. it was uh, one of the original from SNL was in it. She was Jane like the, the one. Jane Curtin yeah. was the lead. Really? Yeah. It was a CBS comedy. You know, it, it probably like led into like designing women. Like that same night. Yeah. So yeah. just throwing it out Who's there. The, uh, uh, the nanny or some shit, you know. Oh, uh <laughs> That was my dad's second TV girlfriend, by the way. <laughs> we had who's his first girlfriend? First one wait, was wait, Angie Dickinson. No, no, better no, no, be, no, no. Better not be Maud, okay? <laughs> no, it wasn't Maud. Uh, it was uh <laughs> it was uh um, that's a lot of B. Arthur references tonight. Sybil Shepherd was his first TV girlfriend. Oh, yeah. That's what my mother called Sybil. Moonlighting? That, moonlighting, that yeah. Time? yeah. That's your father's TV girlfriend. And then the new TV girlfriend. Shut up, Bob. Keep that was, shit up, dick. <laughs> was Fran. And now, you know who his TV girlfriend is now? It's one of the, what's the news lady on channel... The blonde, I think Channel 8, one of the blondes on Channel 8. No, I don't even know. Melanie anymore. Michaels. I don't is, even know anything. That's his, no! Yeah, that's my dad's new TV girlfriend. Oh, you do know who she is. She's annoying. <laughs> so that's Big That's you, Big John's you, new you know TV annoying? girlfriend. That's got to be annoying coming from uh, yeah. Sweet Melissa. That's annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's the one that goes to all the games and yeah. looks like she's what? drunk on the news. Today? Because she's probably drunk on the news. Allegedly. Allegedly. I, see, my favorite newscaster out here is, is Angie. It says, well, she calls it. Angie Ang- Ang- no, no, no. She says, no. Uh, wait, how, she, how Angie, the fuck does she. Angers. Angers. She mispronounces her own fucking yeah. last name. It's Angers. <laughs> Who's this? And then she's what on channel Spectrum. Is she? Spectrum. Oh, on Spectrum. I don't, yeah. I don't have Spectrum. So, so you know, Holy every time Angie I see her. Do you have the like, same Spectrum we do? Um. No, I don't know. I think yours will be different. Yeah, we're Orlando. But she, she's always. Uh, oh, you get yeah. that out in Vegas in too. In yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, cool. The Montecito. Um, I don't know. I just like to add things that ancient angers. You know, people, her parents, her pets. kids, pets. You know, the the public. All you know, all the these things. things. Yeah. That's she angers fun. her stomach. You know. Just she doesn't eat right. You know. Her bowels. Yeah. God. Whatever. I mean, that's a hard one too. Yeah. Or God's. I don't know. I mean, look. Maybe she's Polly. Whatever. Theist. No, just one of those things. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. Hey, we went to a comedy show last weekend. Yeah, tell me about it. It was funny. Oh yeah. Well, so, I hope so. With it being mm-hmm. comedy. Well, listen, I've seen some stinkers. Uh, I cried. Dan Soder. Dan Soder from The Bonfire. Funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like nonstop hysterical. And he was at the Side Splitters? Yeah, Side Splitters here in Tampa. And uh, The one thing he says that's funny is, uh, because I listen to his radio show, some, some stuff I would be familiar that he may be leading into, but there was a lot of new material and I think he's working into a, a new special eventually. 
Uh, and for people out there who don't know him, there's clips out there. You can look up his last special somewhere out there in the interwebs called Son of Gary. It's hysterical, but uh, he keeps saying he's a good boy. But he says <laughs> that in a funny way. Good boy. Like you would like say, to, say a little, to a dog? A dog or a little child. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> good boy. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> a pretty funny guy. And, uh, you know, initially when he started his comedy, he was known for doing a lot of different voices, but he, he tapered that down. His, his material is pretty solid. I mean, he had everyone pretty rolling from start to finish. How was the turnout? Good turnout? A lot yeah, of people? Pre, pre-packed. There was a couple empty seats, but for the most part, it, it was pretty it was full. What day of the week? We went Saturday, late, late show. Yeah. It was like 10.30 start time. So That's not bad to still have a pretty full house 10.30 on a Saturday night. It's always funny. I mean, people always uh, joke about going to side splitters like that headline there. And they're like, ah, oh, strip mall, you know. <laughs> strip mall Tampa. Like, all right, you know. Oh, his opening thing he was talking about is like, I just went to Starbucks. I'm like, I feel like everyone's like Hulk Hogan in this town. He's like, here's your coffee, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's right. He's like, everyone's like Hulk Hogan and drives a pickup truck. It's insane. It yeah. was so good. Yeah, it was a good show. So uh, that, that was our big thing. And then, you know, this coming weekend, we are all taking a little field trip. We're taking a, a show field trip to see Top Gun tomorrow. Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we had to get, I had to get Lady Jill up to speed. Little with, double dates. Little double yeah, we're, dates. Got, we're double dating. Mm-hmm. Lady Jill had never seen Top Gun. So I had Tuesday Good night. She, she was, well, Big Ed, she's born the year the movie was made. Not as an excuse because I've watched movies that I've were. Smoking a Bandit. Yeah. Uh, that was two years I after Kismet I watched Kismet last week. That was in 1970. I big ad I'm with you. Old movie I prefer old movies over new. That's just me. Hey, I couldn't get Rooster Cogburn on um on demand with Frontier, by the way. Uh, Every other damn John Wayne movie except for Rooster Cogburn. Anyway, um, so Lady Jill watched the original Top Gun. I don't think she was impressed. Jill. I don't know. That's just the gist I got. She mm. said she said it was good. I just think I didn't I didn't get that feeling from her. So, oh boy. but we'll see how uh, Top Gun Maverick goes. It's been getting pretty decent reviews. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty excited. I'm excited. Same. I'm, I'm sure the studio is excited too. They need to make some money with this damn movie that's been well, sitting on the shelf for three years. Yeah, pretty much. And they already just released a trailer for his new, uh, I mean, this week they just released a trailer for his new Mission Impossible. Another Mission Impossible? There's two more. How many? How many have there been? That's it. That uh, this is going to be seven. They'll be, they'll finish with eight. Eight. Wow. So it's going to be really a two part. So like seven part ones, part two. Uh, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. But it it looks like it's coming out next year. Like it's still pretty far out. Well, I guarantee we'll see the long trailer. Oh, in the movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I kind of uh, enjoy the trailers at the beginning of the films. Uh, I, I think they're fun. Oh, yeah. Um, me and I remember uh, uh, the tradition uh, me and my dad do uh, when we go to the movies. We do like, uh, what is it? What are those critics? Uh, Siskel and Ebert. And we'll do like mm. the thumbs, thumbs, thumbs up, thumbs down, like thumbs in the middle. Mm. Uh, if we like it. based on For the, the trailer. 
Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, most of them are pretty good reviews. See, I just throw stuff at the screen. I really <laughs> let them know. Yeah. <laughs> and I yell, I just rain the booze if I really don't like it. Let everyone know. I just know. take a bag of rotten tomatoes and just hurl. Yeah. I pretend it's Sir Duke up there and just start throwing it hard. Yeah, why log on to Rotten Tomatoes when I have these Rotten Tomatoes right here? I am Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I am the boy. www.sirduke.com. <laughs> Do you know what? You, you probably should get that. Wow, that'd be a great one. Yeah, website. buy that domain name. Buy that tonight. domain, sirduke.com. Yeah. Hey, I. We could I got- do something with that. I got a question for you guys. Have you heard about the new Winnie the Pooh movie that's coming out very soon? No. Oh, Winnie the Pooh 2 Electric Boogaloo? No. Oh, that'd be uh, awesome. So, so it's called it's going to be called Winnie Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Blood and Takes honey. a Pooh. Blood and Honey. <laughs> yeah. What's it like? Yeah. A, like Oh, I thought it was like Winnie the Pooh blew his goo. <laughs> no, so uh Blood, oh, Winnie honey, the Blood. Pooh hashtag me too. Christopher yeah. Robin, oh, touch Christopher. me right there. Christopher Robin, not touch me. Touch me right in the honey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so blood and honey, and uh, so this is a uh, horror movie. Of, you are uh, saying you touch my. Wait, wait, are you? Are, are you? are not doing a horror movie no, with I'm, Wayne. No, no come I'm, on. I'm, no, I'm serious. Di- Disney is not associated with it because of the. Uh, I get uh, the. Well, how do you use Winnie the Pooh? I mean, Disney will just sue the shit out of this company. So, according to the plot, uh, this. So I. So what I've read is that Christopher Robin is. Where'd you read it? I'm like the back of your notebook. Yeah, I'm. I. I can't get past this. Uh, Christopher. Christopher Robin is gonna leave for college. Christopher. Uh, yeah. So Christopher Robin's gonna leave for college and. uh, Uh, Pooh and Piglet are uh are gonna be pissed because uh. Christopher Robin abandoned them and didn't give them any food. So they Are you kidding me? This is legit. Look, look, wait, shouldn't that have been like Toy Story 3 should have went? Because the kid like went to college? Yeah. 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 Like What the hell? Like this is no joke. Like this is confirm it. Oh it's it's on the interwebs. It's on the interwebs. It looks really just not nice. Yeah, and uh (laughs) yeah. <laughs> and clearly, um, Winnie the Winnie Pooh, the Pooh and, just uh, gets anally raped in the bathroom. He just comes out. It, I don't like honey anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, on Internet Movie Database, it follows Pooh and Piglet as they go on a rampage after Christopher Robin abandons them. What? Is this a cartoon? No, it's you live action. Tie, live you better action. tie an Eeyore. Oh look, look, that Pooh, look at the picture know. of Pooh. He did. That looks not not. That's not a nice looking poo. That's a guy yeah. just with a poo mask on. And then here uh, yeah. for this one, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh horror movie director teases that teases the plot. Pooh and Piglet ate Eeyore. Come oh, on, what? Man. <laughs> this, this cannot be real. I really this... prefer if you didn't eat me, guys. Where's my tail? So Don't eat my wee wee first. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God. This is terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Disney better, better do something. I, I don't know why they would. Yeah, they would how much money did Disney get? Oh, Disney, does, Disney's not getting anything because they're not associated with this. Yeah, but how are they using yeah, but, these characters? Doesn't 
Disney own like the rights to uh, like Winnie the like, Pooh? I I guess it's like copyright right well, rights. I guess the public domain. I I, I don't know. I, I don't oh know shit! Then it. we're doing a Winnie the Pooh mm. podcast. All right, wait a minute. Oh, okay, here's here's this is just gonna tell you the quality. Can someone touch my wee wee. Just skimming this. The film was shot in ten days in England. How what? good is that shit gonna be? It's oh, not boy. gonna be that good. It was already not gonna be good. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not hold. Let's not rush to judgment yet. Oh, I yeah. no, it's okay. Do that yet. It was overcast the whole time we were there. Yeah. <laughs> Bangers and mash my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little depressed now. It's probably shot on an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but like an iPhone seven, not a thirteen. So the the quality isn't there. All right. I I can understand. <laughs> well, my childhood just was ruined. Yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, my childhood was ruined. Terrible. When I found this out. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Maybe we can uh, <coughs> oh. sign a petition. Here. All right, uh, there, uh, Subway. Just hold that thought for a second, because we yeah. gotta. Absolutely. We have something very important we gotta announce. Yes. Uh, I knew you guys were going to drop it on me. Big, Big Ed's, Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. <laughs> Take it away, Big Ed. Way to clear Yes, it is. It's that time of the week, fellas, ladies, wee-wees. All right, so to conclude my supergroups, scraping in at the year 2010 to cover that decade is the Black Country Communion also known as Black Country. This is the self-titled debut, uh, debut studio album by the English, uh, English-American hard rock band, Black Country Communion, recorded in early 2010, primarily at Shangri-La Studios in Malibu, California, produced by Kevin Shirley and released by Mascot Records in Europe in 2010 and in North America the following day. The album reached number 13 on the uh, UK album charts, number 54 in the US Billboard charts. Uh, in the liner notes, Jason Bonham says uh, it took 10 days to record and mix the entire album, uh, four days to lay down the basic tracks. Black country community arc, Glenn Hughes on bass, vocal lead on all except track six and nine and if you don't know glenn hughes he's from the band trapeze also did some stints with did purple black sabbath and numerous other solo projects uh joe bonamassa on guitar he is also lead vocal on track six and nine co-lead on tracks 11 and 12. Uh, by the way this guy's only done 15 solo albums 11 of which went number one it's won 13 grammys so when Peter Griffin says, you and what guitarist? Yeah, this guy. Jason Bonham, drums. Too many credits to list. Very sought-after drummer. The most Probably the most knowledgeable drummer out there. And Derek Sherinian. He's a keyboard. Dubbed the Eddie Van Halen of keyboards. Kevin Shirley, production. Mixed uh, mix a lot of other song lists with A-list a credentials this guy has. Black Crows, Billy Squire, Aerosmith, Rush, Dream Theater, just to... Uh, to name drop. They are 
12 tracks. This album's 72 minutes, 30 seconds long. It's a long listen. And I'll tell you, the last time I listened to it was three hours ago. It left me wanting more. It just got better as it went on. Uh, this is a long listen, like I said, but at the same time that the material is fresh and keeps you wanting more. And that is what I like about the album. The album's opening track is Black Country. Starts out with a fast bass riff and then Little Bonzo kicks in on the drums and Hughes comes shrieking like he did on the Burn album and keeps this intensity for the next 72 minutes. Bonamassa puts on a clinic early on the first solo of the song. The next you have One Last Soul. Hughes really can still shriek like he did as a kid and really impressive. Bonham on the drums is, is unmistakably a Bonham. The Great Divide shows the softer side of Bonamassa guitar playing while still carving the neck of the guitar like he did when he opened for B.B. King at the age of 12. Down again has a very deep purple vibe to it with Bonamassa and Sherinian complimenting one another while knowing how to wow the, the listener. Beggarman, one of my favorite uh, tracks. I love the keyboards as if John Lord is actually playing keyboards. I suppose this is why Sherinian is the Eddie Van Halen of keyboards. The song yesterday, I also like the sound of Bottom's hi-hat in the beginning as if, as if to count the, count the band in, also enjoying Bonamassa vocals too. A beautiful string arrangement as well. This would explain Je Jeff Bova's involvement with the album. No Time, this is a classic rock track if I've never heard one before. Like it stepped out of 1974. Bottom puts a timeless spin and plays like he's wearing bell bottoms and just did a 30-minute Moby Dick drum solo with the same vim and vigor than before we started playing. Hughes and Bonamassa share the vocals and sounds damn good. This one harmonizes nice and this is a real rocker. Medusa is the next track. Starts out a little lame ballad that morphs into this butterfly slow rocking course and gets me a, a toe tapping. The Revolution in Me, this song is very melodic, a rousing bit of revolution. Shirinian plays his heavy riffs like John Lordwood, trying to keep up with the Bonamassa, and both are flying like the Red Barchette and then back to the main riff. Well played, fellas. Stan, at the Burning Tree, Glenn Hughes' vocals are spot on, and it never mentioned his bass playing, which is legendary at this point. A seasoned veteran of over 50 years as a professional, and Shirinian with John Lord-inspired keyboards just does not stop, then why again should it? Sister Jane, another song where the vocals are shared with Bonamassa and gets really good and does not get old. Every track is fresh. I look forward to the next one like Too Late for the Sun. I like the way Hughes uses the bass to build up the foreshadow of the chorus, then everyone else kicks it in for the chorus. Like I said earlier, I've listened to this at least 15 times this week, and that is 15 more times than ever. I must say this album delivers. <clears throat> 72 minutes and I wanted more. I gave this four, four and a quarter Montecitos, and the Duke boy would be keeping his foot in the General Lee passing Mrs. Parinelli on 50 Acre Road, doing 90, and wonders why Lisa is not allowed to drive in the General with him. Oh yeah, blame it on the music. I'm Big Ed, enjoy. Uh, that metal show used to talk about this band a lot, you know, because when that was on, the, the, you know, this band was just getting around together. 
Well, they've done several albums after doing a little homework. Yeah, I, uh, they did. They're like not a one-off. Yeah. No. Well, John Bonamasso tours now solo, and uh, he's he's got to be good because it it is not a cheap ticket to see him live. Um, um, I will say that. Uh, Bonham though, Bonham's got like an interesting, like for a guy as talented as him, he he's just kind of always kind of bounced around, uh, you know, different project to project, which I, I guess never gets old. You know, he just I don't know if he intended it that way to never like have that one band to settle in. I mean, early on in the eighties, he had the the Jason Bonham band. Which uh, I remember, they had like one big radio hit that played for a while. Yeah, I can't think of it. I know what you're talking about. And, and that was like end of the '80s. That was like probably '88, '89. Well, I played with Sammy Hagar in a circle. He's a pretty pretty regular gig. Right. I think he likes to be a hired gun. He could fill in. He could play any style. He's like a parrot on the drums. He's very smart. Sure. Oh, I listen. I don't. I don't. I don't disagree. He was. He was like proficient at five years old, and only learned from you know one of the world's greatest rock drummers in the history of rock and roll. Well, and you know he's kind of kept together with a lot of like expectation and pressure on him. You know, to be that. I, I I really like this album. This one. This one. Uh, like this is a total seventies deep purple Led Zeppelin influence type of uh, sound, and and uh, but it's still fresh. It's not like they blueprinted the seventies. It's still their sound. Well, I I gotta say, of the uh, supergroup reviews, this was easily the the highest ranked one that you had. I was just gonna say, I yeah, I this and the Crooked Vultures, you know, um, they were. As as much as they were alike, they were completely different. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. This was straight up rock and roll in your face, you know. Right. I w- I would like to see them. They 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 do play live. Still. It's, yeah. Okay. Well, that's. that's I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying we'll see them this year, but. I, I, it would surprise me if they went on the road to support yeah. some music. Yeah, I wonder if they would be more apt to just play a festival, you know, just do the festivals and not really have to do the big touring. I mean, Glenn Hughes, yeah, he was probably 60 when he did this. Glenn yeah, Hughes yeah. is no kid, and he's had a no. rough life. <laughs> he lived hard. He said during, uh, during Burn, he, he spent a million dollars on cocaine. Wow, good for him. Yeah, and, and he lives to talk about it, and still not, you know. I wonder if the well, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, do drugs. drugs are bad. Yeah. Um, Ask Officer McGruff. So I'm I'm hoping, uh, you know, from our pre-show text, uh, I, I sent a link about Radiohead's OK Computer. It's 25 years since it was released. Do you think you would actually review that next week? I started listening to it already. I uh, listen. I 
I remember the day I bought it, I could tell you the record store. I waited for them to open to buy it. I mean, I, I was, I was hmm. one of these kids. I was very affected by this band and I was waiting with bated breath for this album. And, uh, I went home and I, I mean, that's all I did like, uh, to the chagrin of my roommate. Like, I'm like, well, we're going to listen to the album again. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's that good. And, uh, he wasn't so pleased, but I liked it. Hey, grew on him. Who's your After, roommate then? Uh, that was, uh, old, uh, uncle Jake. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was never his kind of band, but it, it did it did grow on him. Um, it was definitely in the... Uh, uh, I, I remember that apartment now. That was the one with the owls, all the owls. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then we had the, uh, which was common, the uh, the multi-disc player. That's where I got Owly from. Correct. But we had a multi-disc player stereo set up. So, you know, that was a album that was always in that rotation in the multi-disc um with a couple others yeah but i mean that that album was uh, important and and uh groundbreaking in a lot of ways and if it came out today it would sound in my opinion fresh but i don't know i'd, I'd like to see a a big ed take on it if possible you'll see it a week from tonight excellent all right so, do your homework there you early, go folks. kids that's your homework for this week radiohead okay computer I listened to it when I got home. Excellent. Before I I, I listened to you. I, I listened to this one last time and I as I finished up the review and I'm like, this is a good fucking album. And with the headphones, I really get the focus on it. That's definitely a headphones album. And then the last time I played it, I played it with the bows on the theater and let the neighbors know it's Friday. I don't know if they look forward to Fridays or not. They're like, ah, at least we'll listen to that shit and then we can party. (laughs) (laughs) One last time, fucking asshole upstairs. Well, you got to let them know it's Friday. And it's warm beer in the cheap seats. Uh-huh. That's right. WBCS radio. WBCS. That's the only time they know that I'm alive. Is, is uh, <laughs> Otherwise, I'm pretty quiet up here. I listen to the headphones. How's Repeaty doing? Is he Dude, still alive? Repeaty just swimming. I put a piece of pork in there. He was like, you know, I, I think he was going to fight for it. What is this? You're feeding, you're, you're feeding. Uh, last week was chicken. This week is a piece uh, it was of pork. Because I made I made pork for dinner. I pounded out some pork and I sautéed it. And a piece, you know, if it falls, you pounded it out. Yeah. I was not gonna say it. So let me ask you this: feeding your aquatic friends pork, there's no or a chicken. There's no. Yeah, they're not rep- gonna get trichinosis or something. They're not gonna. Yeah, there's no repercussions. Uh, they throw up. It's in the tank. <laughs> so, you know what i've had these this core group of fish since i set up the tank in 2019 do you have a snail in that tank same snail do you throw stuff in for the snail no gary he just goes yeah. no i told you they 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 fucked him up they the two idiots uh loaches right 
Yeah. Yeah, they haven't done it in a while because you could hear him in the other apartment. I could hear him at night. I get up and it'd be pushing him like a soccer ball. I'm like, man, you're gonna kill this man. That 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 actually that, that snail came from Virginia. He made the trip. He survived the trip. Him and this is like like probably the fifteenth generation of shrimp, you know. Right. Fifteenth generation. Wow. I don't know how long they live in it, but there's not a shrimp in it that's five years old. I promise you. That's like the book of Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I have the Old Testament going on in here. That's right. Shit's about to get pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I better stop blasphemy. The, the Old Testament. Yeah. Any any of them. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a true statement. The uh, Pocostomus, and I think the uh, Snell are the only thing that let, that that survived. The, plant, the plants have since been turned over. I go through this thing while I just tear up the plants. I'm fucking bored. I, I can't wait for the yo-yo loaches to die. They really are the ones that ruined the bottom of the tank. And they, they, they don't, you know, they've, they've learned to eat food off the floor now. Or, you know, they... Off the bottom of the tank. Yeah, I, I don't think they're eating like the algae and the other shit they're designed to do. Uh-oh. Once they they're get not a taste doing their job. Pellet, yeah. Once they get a taste of pellet food, you know, it's like eat and they go back in the castle and sleep. One of them goes in the bus and he stares at you. Well, well that's like, that? yeah, that's like just, just, you know, just, uh. Just taunting me, you know, like, haha, I'm still alive. I'm not eating poop. I'm eating like vitamins. I'm like, fuck. Live a little <laughs> longer. But the poop probably makes them live better. You know, they're like, oh, dude, you're eating processed food, dude. You gotta yeah. eat the poop. They're like, eat the that, poop. That that pellet doesn't that pellet doesn't like decompose like a McDonald's burger. If you set the pellet out, it just doesn't decompose. It stays it there. Just gets great. Like that Twinkie in Cleveland, we just left it there. Yeah, we just left it. I heard that was like the rumor that they left it. <laughs> when they closed, that closed. That thing had been up there for about fifteen years. <laughs> mm, delicious. Just left it. That and there was a, a couple of. Uh, you ever see those training tennis balls? Yeah. They're they're really soft. Right. So you know you can hit. So we used to play home run derby in the hangar because those balls wouldn't hurt anything. And they'd get stuck up. You ever see? You ever see the uh, heating elements in, in the hangers? Yes. They're, they 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 heat objects in the hangar. It's radiant heat. Right. Yeah. It's and almost like now, it's like a radiator. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sometimes a ball gets stuck up there, and it wouldn't be till like you know the winter time. They're like, oh, now we know where it went. <laughs> yeah. It stink like rubber till it burned out. You know. Huh. We'd play. We'd play that. We'd, we'd shut the hangar door, and we had strike zones all over the hangar. You know, with with masking tape. You know, Trace would be like, "What? How are you guys doing here at night? Nothing." Uh-huh. Same thing like when you had dad. What are you guys doing? Nothing. All the noise stops for about thirty seconds. That sounds familiar, like owning kittens. Uh, yeah. 
No, they're probably not on the counter. They are on the counter. Mm-hmm. You think so? And then, and then no, we no. close our back, we take PRC, cut the top off of the bat. Like at the at the end of the bat, the barrel, cut the top off, take some PRC and let, let it in there and wait, you know, wait the end of a wiffle bat. Wait, you, then, you guys were corking a wiffle bat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get to get it better to get that ball, you know. It it was rules, you know. Yeah, it's not like Nam. There are rules. Yeah. You got to make it from one side of the hanger to the other on for it to be a home run. Nice. Not not lengthwise, widthwise. That, that, there's a big hanger. You could fit five planes in there. Wing wow, that's a tip. big one. Yeah. I mean, for a regional, that's still five planes abreast. Wait, but, in Cleveland? Yeah. Cleveland was big hanger. You you went through yeah. there, right? Yeah, yeah. I just didn't remember it being that big, but yeah, I guess so. If we could put five in one in hanger one and uh, three in hanger two. Yeah. Hanger two had a paint booth and a, and a tire shop in it, so it took up. I, I think you walked me through hanger two, to be honest with you. I don't know. It was well. We went through there. Was, there was no planes in there, so you couldn't get the semblance of what it, what it could hold. You know. Yeah. Well, that was like probably 15 years ago, maybe more. Uh, definitely more. Well, let's see. I hadn't lived in Cleveland since 07. So, and to drop, fuck, just been. Yep. You were, you know what? You were in Masao. Uh oh, maybe I was home on Took leave. Triple seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think I got you. I think yeah. I got you first class on a triple seven or something. Yeah, that was pretty good. There was a guy I knew that was like stuck That's, in coach. Yeah, and I walked back there. I'm like, hey, it sucks to be you. And I walked back in first class. <laughs> and then a lot it's of people it, did not like Mary. me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, they have a like a dessert cart. I'm like this. They, I'm like they have a rolling Sunday bar, and like these other people and coach are just like really pissed at me uh, for saying that. You had a couple of drinks and you said, "I'm gonna uh, show off a little bit." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, I was sitting next to this guy. He was like uh, someone high up with like Timberland, uh, the yeah. boot company, and he's like, "Yeah, he's coming back from like an Asian tour." Like he's like, "You gotta keep them honest and make sure they're doing things on the up and up," and. Uh, he was a pretty fascinating guy to just kind of be stuck with. And, you know, of course, I'm like dressed up because I'm on a on the pass. And he's like, you know, very comfortable. And he's like, why are you dressed like an asshole? I'm like, uh, because I'm the asshole on a pass. So I have to dress like this. He's like, oh, man, that sucks to be you. <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, some scotch over here. And then yeah, but you know, kept... you said, you know, you could tell me. Show the receipt of what your ticket cost and what his cost. Oh, and yeah, but, asshole. This asshole yeah, but, is yeah. for free. I, well, no, he went for free too because he was company flying for his company. Yeah. His company paid for. He's a big exec, so you know. Again, it, it, if I tried to turn that around, I was still the asshole in that scenario. Uh, so yeah, T, tell you know what? Too bad you didn't ask me when I was wearing my Wolverines. I would have showed him the difference between a Wolverine and a Timberland. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, about, about, yeah, about tw- about eighteen months of wear. Oh, of yeah. Wear. Yeah, Timberlands were they're a horrible work boot. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Terrible. Terrible. As Charles Tur- Barkley would say. Tur- yeah, terrible. Terrible. You see, the key to Charles Barkley is you have to eliminate all vowels. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> That's the key. Aim high, shoot low, and you'll nail it. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal to free throw line. Terrible. That's. Oh, Subway. He's still there. Right? You're still alive. You're still there, Subway? No. Yep, there he is. There. Just hanging out. Just hiding. Just hiding. hiding in the background there. He's like, we wait in the shadows. <laughs> yep. Excellent. Well, um. I don't know. Did we did we cover everything? I think we did. Yeah, Sweet we Melissa, have, we could have missed a bunch of stuff. Who cares? There's always well, next week. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we had a schedule, an agenda. The schedule. So the we schedule. nailed it. Nailed it again. Or <laughs> beer the cheap seat Boom. style on a Friday night. Have a we wonderful. This mo- one's so good it needs a flight attendant. Wow. I, I, that was uh uh, oh, that was uh... no. It's Bull Durham. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You know, yeah, he, just, he gives up the pitch on you know. Yeah, he goes, he's wow. Like, yeah, that one needs a flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> yep, nailed it. Nailed it. Well, I guess that's it. All right, happy Memorial Day, everybody. Be safe. This is Warm Beer and Cheap Seats. Signing out.